It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Two of the great young quarterbacks in this league going head-to-head. An incredible throw by Mahomes. Throwing a dart. Right side, Kelsey. Touchdown. Mahomes is incredible today. Burrow, short pass. Touchdown. Bengals. Burrow throws it into the end zone for Chase. He's got it. Touchdown. The kick is up. Hit. Good. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. <laughs> Your guy. Uh, the Bills and the, uh, no. the Bills. The Bengals and the Chiefs are back in the AFC Championship game. Sorry, Bills. Welcome to NFL Live. Uh, you like the coat? It's amazing. Dan, you think you want to try to pull that I off? Could never wear You that. couldn't. Dan Orlovsky, <laughs> Brian Clark, Marcus Spears. We got a lot coming around right NFL Live today. There's Dude, so many. Yeah. <laughs> actually, but I if you had not. the magic oh, just, pants. I actually did not. Oh, <laughs> would have been the first time. That would have been uh, what you would have worn if you did. Okay, anyway, there's lots of storylines to get to on the Bengals. We'll begin with their O-line because, hey, going into the game last week, we were all convinced that there was no way Joe Burrow could stay upright against the Bills. The Bengals did the opposite, though, protecting Burrow admirably, only allowing one sack. A lot of the success thanks to the plan that put the line in position to succeed, too. We'll get to that in just moments but despite being without three starters on Sunday the Bengals offensive line had arguably their best performance over the last two postseasons no one saw that coming right Joe Burrow pressured on just 21% of his dropbacks his lowest rate in a playoff game in his career they were dominant in the run game as well gaining an average of nearly three yards before contact for rushing attempt you like that Uh, all right RC how was Cincinnati able to keep their backup O linemen from getting exposed on Sunday well first off we've talked about the players a ton of time but we have to give some credit to Brian Callahan Mm -hmm. and Callahan being someone who was able to adjust and understand we have to get the football out of Joe Burrow's hands and now you go to Joe Burrow and his ability to protect himself this guy since he's been in the NFL he's had issues on the offensive line so he's developed ways to protect himself by getting the football out of his hands understanding where the pressure is going to come from and now you look at those skill position players and if you get it to them quickly the yards after the catch he trusts that now Look at what they were able to do by running the football. Mm -hmm. When you start to run the football and you have your offensive linemen going forward, when you put them in the physical mentality and mindset, now it's easier for me to protect. Not only have I inverted the line of scrimmage, but the play-action game works. (laughs) But the play-action game works much better because there's an actual threat of successful runs, and they started that from the beginning of the game. I love the fact that you went to – I love the fact that you mentioned Brian Callahan, their offensive coordinator. Not only running the football, but the variety of runs that they went to. It wasn't just we're going to turn around and give you the same look all the time. It was a little bit of why off when they went counter out of the gun because that's who this offense is. Counter. So that's one look. And Marcus, you know this, like different things for the defense to line look at. Absolutely. Then they get tight end wing. Here we go, toss. So one time we run at you with a little bit of counter. Then the next time we run at you from underneath center with a little bit of the toss. This is the play you showed yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now we get that tackle trap weak zone where – we get to lead up on a nickelback. I also love the fact that they got to a 
traditional three-level play-action throw without it. They keep the tight end in backside. There's that four-man surface again, but Jamar is essentially the check down on this. Guys, that's seven-man protection. Yeah. You don't see that in the drop-back yeah. game, right? So still being able to protect the quarterback with those three backup offensive linemen, but push the ball downfield. See that separation? Jamar is actually attracting a lot of the attention there. So multiple different runs than the way that they kept the tight end in awesome. with the play action. And RC, you just said this, the quarterback being able to get the ball to your hands. Watch how quickly this happens. I don't count checkdowns. How quickly do you get to the check down? That mm. ball is snapped and caught in three seconds, not yeah. snapped yeah. and thrown. So his awareness of knowing like, I got to do my part, making sure that I don't hang these defensive linemen out, because, or excuse me, these offensive linemen out. Ball get out quickly, ball get out quickly. He's not giving these guys even the chance to get to him. So I, I love the fact that Callahan, Callahan had that very clear plan. But my favorite part is how Joe Burrow took it upon himself to realize I got to make sure the ball gets out and I'm not holding it to expose but the defense. The other piece of this, and I know we have to go, mm -hmm. is that those weren't huge gains, hmm. but none of them were losses. Yep. Bingo. Yeah. That's big. Just progressing it, throughout. Go body ahead. blows. Yeah. I'm going to keep hitting you in the ribs till they give way. Here, here's the thing, too. You go into every game thinking, how do we handle Chris Jones? Mm. Right? That's what's on every offensive coordinator's mind when they play the Kansas City Chiefs because he can absolutely wreck the game. One way to, to nullify that is what you just showed, Dio, with getting the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands. The difficult part about that, though, is that Chris Jones is 6'6", mm. and he works from the interior of the yeah. line of scrimmage. Yeah. And I hope that the Kansas City Chiefs are preaching, let's get our hands up when we can't get to the passer yeah. and try to at least affect vision on Joe Burrow's passes, not let alone get after him physically and try to get him on the ground. Man, those Chiefs, and Chris Jones a big piece of this, the second most sacks in the NFL during the regular season, they trail mm -hmm. only the Eagles, and we know how good that defense is. Hey, some right news now. to get to, guys, today, as Bill O'Brien is returning to New England to be the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. He's also reuniting with Mac Jones who he coached at Alabama. So O'Brien looking to get Mack back on track, right? Jones had an impressive rookie season when he led the Patriots to the playoffs, finished as the runner-up for Offensive Rookie of the Year. However, under a new offensive coaching staff this season, following the departure of Josh McDaniels, Jones struggled, posted the fourth-worst QBR in the NFL, ahead of only Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, and Davis Mills. Coaching matters. For more, let's bring in ESPN Patriots reporter Mike Reese. And Mike, what do we need to know about Belichick's decision to bring O'Brien back to Foxborough? Well, Laura, I'll start with this. To Bill Belichick, Bill O'Brien was the right fit because he had been the fit before. He was the only candidate that he talked to that had been in the job with the Patriots under Bill Belichick, and he had done a good job before. So the comfort level is there for Bill Belichick. Uh, for Bill O'Brien, personal and professional motivation. Uh, he obviously loves the NFL. His contract was up at Alabama, and he's from this area. He's a Massachusetts native. Uh, his wife is from the area. Their son is planning to attend college here in the fall. So the personal pieces uh, fit together. A lot of offensive coordinator openings out there uh, for Bill O'Brien, but that's why this one to him was at the top of the list. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense and really can't wait to see what he does with this offense. Dan, do you like this move? I love it. This yeah. is perfect for Mac Jones. I'll give you three reasons why. Number one, Mac needs to be coached hard. He wants to be coached hard. He wants a lot to be demanded of him. Bill O'Brien will do that. Awesome. Number two, 
the vertical pass game downfield. I'm not talking about like launching 60-yard bombs, but Mac thrives in like those 20, 25-yard chunk throws. A big part of Bill O'Brien's offense is asking his quarterback to do that. And then I'd say the third thing is this. Bill wants his quarterback to completely own the line of scrimmage. Yeah. In and out of run plays, in and out of pass protections, all that. Mac thrives in that. This is absolutely perfect for Mac Jones. I like it from a competency standpoint, right? Like, mm. just, just, just the ability to communicate high level. I remember you talking about this last year, uh, well, this past year. The ability to communicate at a certain level in which Mac Jones understands and can execute, yeah. right? Bill O'Brien with that rapport, calling offense in this league, having successful offense. We criticized him more about the GM part in Houston, Houston than we did right. as the head coach in the offense. Went to the playoffs a couple of times. And the other thing, rhythm and feel. Right. Like a lot of, pe- a lot of people. All Mac Jones's all game. All Mac Jones' right. game. And you have to have that with his 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 inability to be oh, athletic. Inability. inability. Inability, my bad. I think what you said initially is what's most important to me. Yeah. Competency. Right, someone being competent at the position and now gaining the trust of Mac Jones and the rest of this offense and putting them in the best position to succeed. I believe that's largely important and why Bill O'Brien is such a huge upgrade over Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Now, on the other side of that, who are going to be the playmakers on the outside? You You can't go go and win a championship with Kendrick Bourne as your number one wideout. You have to do something to upgrade the players out there, and now that run game can effectively lead to chunk plays in the pass game. Yes, you'll live with the 20 to 30-yard passes, but if you can have some of those passes be taken short by receivers and now create explosive, that's the type of things you want with a guy like Mac Jones. You you think back to the time that Mac Jones spent with him, and Mac Jones didn't get a whole lot of opportunity, but Bill O'Brien got the best out of him at Alabama when it mattered most, and they were able to win big, so excited to see that. All right, quick check-in on a developing story, guys, out of San Francisco where 49ers defensive end Charles Omenahu was arrested last night on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. The team released a statement today saying they're aware of the situation and gathering further information. Omenahu leads the 49ers with two sacks this postseason. We'll keep an eye on that. And we're just getting started here on NFL Live. Lots more coming your way. Two of the Giants' biggest stars, Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley, are set to become free agents this offseason. Here why Marcus thinks losing one of them is a serious possibility. You may be surprised which one. Plus, it's Tuesday so you know what that means. Touchscreen Tuesday. Dan and RC tell you what makes this high-powered Eagles offense nearly impossible to slow down. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. The postseason NFL countdown crew will get you ready for championship Sunday next week. A three-hour show starts at noon. And then after the game at 10 Eastern, a special NFL primetime with Boomer, Booger, and Keyshawn. They have all the highlights and break down both games. Time to read and react to some news around the NFL. We start with Tom Brady, who's getting tired of answering the questions about his future. Listen to this. <laughs> Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. Oh, Hey, uh, we like that response. From yes, me. my kind of language Wednesday. All right, listen, man, this is this is what's up. Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, she's like today. I am. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the brain. Come on, though. man, let me work. Let me work. Tom Brady well, is frustrated with the question. Back to me, okay? Tom Brady is frustrated with the question. It's two years now. Were you asking about if he's going to retire or not? I've already made my statement. I think Tom should ride off in the sunset, enjoy all of the things that we're gonna put together from tributes to documentaries to move this. He got a movie coming out pretty soon. So, Tom, go chill, bro. You play football. You don't want to get hit anymore. It's clear on tape that you do not want to get touched. You are going to get touched playing football. So, go to the crib. Enjoy your time. Have a great one. Enjoy your money. Go call games if you want to. You can do whatever you want. I can't yeah. imagine being able to do whatever I want, and I'm going to go out there and get hit by Michael Parsons. Yeah, I mean, right. Why would you choose that? And by the way, you brought up Wednesday. You were cousin it, man, so now you're asking for it. We'll bring that costume back. Don't tempt me with a good time, okay? All right, next up, Buffalo, where Josh Allen clearly disappointed after Sunday's loss to Cincinnati that ended his season. RC, listen to this with me. Again, disappointment. You play to win. Um, our goal is to win a, a Super Bowl, a World Championship, and we didn't accomplish that. So everything that happened this season is kind of null and void in our minds, and um, it sucks. I honestly hate to see teams go. I wish they could all win. Okay, anyway, uh, what needs to change oh. in Buffalo this offseason? First off, I'm glad that teams lose. But the first thing needs to start <laughs> with the quarterback. Josh Allen, you just weren't good enough this season. We've had so much talk about Dak Prescott and his failures to progress as a quarterback this season and take that next step. Well, Josh Allen took a step back. 23 turnovers throughout this season just isn't good enough for a quarterback of that level, of that caliber. You have to get him more protection. You have to find a pass on the other side and implement a run game. Ken Dorsey has to know Hallelujah. that everything cannot be on the shoulders of Josh Allen. But since this year it was, let's make it clear. Josh Allen is a large reason this team did not win that game last week. And it was large part that the Miami Dolphins were in the game the week before. Josh yeah. Allen not good enough, but he needs help. And the team needs to understand that it can't be all on him. Because you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Tom Brady obviously can't either. Yeah, you know what? I think he misses Brian Dable, which now it makes yeah. a whole ton of sense. Not that anyone yeah. doubted that. Okay, let's get to Trevor Lawrence. The Jaguars are expected to get some significant help offensively for next season. You might have forgotten this, but Calvin Ridley should be back next season. He's now a member of the Jaguars. Ridley suspended indefinitely, but is expected to be reinstated next season. So, Dan, that's a nice addition for this Jacksonville oh offense. What do you think they need to do this offseason? It's a nice addition if Calvin Ridley is who we think or know Calvin Ridley yeah. to be. We don't know. It's going to be almost two years without playing football. So if it's Calvin Ridley, the guy that, you know, was a one-on-one -on -one matchup nightmare, was a guy that 
consistently work people out with his route running and a guy that you can get the ball to in every different aspect of the route tree, great. I also think it's worthy of getting another piece just to make sure that you're safe as a wide receiver. But there was one note I constantly wrote as the Jaguar season went on, as much as I love their offense. Pass protection still an issue. Pass protection still an issue. Mm. Pass protection still an issue. I still think that Doug Peterson and this organization, if they want to take that next step in next year's playoffs and kind of become that bona fide contender, they got to make sure that they protect that quarterback. And I'd also yeah. say this, when Doug went on that Super Bowl run, he had a dominant offensive line when it came to running the football in Philadelphia. That's who they want to be. If that's the case, they got to make sure that they build that offensive line to be a top five unit. Yeah, look for some additions there. And also, let's talk about the teams now that are still alive and in the hunt for the Lombardi Trophy. ESPN Analytics favors the home teams in Sunday's conference championship games as both the Chiefs and Eagles have at least a 65% chance to punch their ticket to Arizona for Super Bowl 57. So for more on who will be headed to the Super Bowl, we want to bring in a special guest we have with us today. We've got Booth Garnett, who has been enjoying some time on campus with us as part of the Make-A-Wish program. We're so glad to have you here, Booth. And you're a Giants fan, so unfortunately, they're not an option here. I'm sorry about that. We talked a lot about them, though, right? Okay, so we want to know, who do you think is going to win it all this year and win the Super Bowl? Chiefs, probably. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Pat Patrick Mahomes will be okay. Yeah, he's going to be great. Right? That, guy, that guy's decent at football, isn't he? And by the way, I do want to say, too, we saw you slinging the pigskin around out there a little bit. You can throw, man. You going to be a quarterback or what? You want to play a different position? Quarterback. Wanna, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the only one that matters. Honestly, I, I'm going to go ahead and brag on you a little bit. He beat Dan in a game out there, and he also picked Dan off. So, sorry, Orlovsky. <laughs> well, that was between you and I. That's very normal. Wait, wait, wait. I'm getting uh, I'm getting updated in my ear. Uh, the odds have actually changed a little bit here. Booth, I want you to take oh. a look at the new, the new record here. Oh. Guess who has a 100% chance to go to the Super Bowl? It's you. You're going to the Super Bowl. I don't you think he that? believes it. Okay, so ESPN teamed up with the NFL together. We are sending you to up. the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, <laughs> you're going, the man. Big look, tickets. Yeah. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> Not a Chiefs gotta win. That's why we had to fix the pocket square, bro. Get you I had to have you right for TV. Look, let's get mom in here. <laughs> Come on, mom. Come on. <laughs> you wanna do it, huh? Look at him. Like, Look at hey, you in shock. Come here, man. Come here, man. Come here, man. Come on, man. My man in shock. Boom, going to the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> is this oh. the biggest human you've ever felt in your life? Yep. <laughs> hey, we'll be at the Super Bowl. So you want to come on NFL Live there too? Yeah, come hang out with us. Man. Come hang out. We'll do another Look throw. Here's the thing. You've already beaten Dan in actual football, <laughs> yeah. so you can take his job doing this too. Your pick yeah, might fine. be right. Sorry, Dan. Uh, you're out. You took you the Chiefs. Out. Yeah, he took, yeah, he took the Chiefs. Right, I'll take the Eagles. Took the Chiefs. I'll take the Eagles. Booth, when you put that suit on this morning, you didn't think you was going to the Super Bowl, huh? Feels pretty good, right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> I fired up. We can't not hey, wait to come see on you there. Like, yeah. I got big tickets, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I got He's really big tickets. Again, thanks to the NFL for helping ESPN give these tickets away to Booth. And still to come, with the offseason moves for the Cowboys, what do they need to do to avoid another early exit from the playoffs? Our analysts weigh in. Hey, look, I want to show you too. We got battle like oh, yeah. Booth yes, sir. Ooh, yeah. on our yes, sir. wrist. Yes, sir. Wait, Wave to him, Booth. Why don't everybody buy? Yeah. Tell everybody buy. Yeah. See you on Arizona. Very selfish. Booth, Booth like me on television. See you there. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Congrats, man. Congrats, man. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Here you go now. And they got to go 94 yards. And this game is over. And so is the Cowboys season. Ooh, man, another disappointing end to the season for the Cowboys. And it doesn't get any easier for Dallas as they enter this offseason with several key free agents on both sides of the ball. That includes one of their best players in running back Tony Pollard, who unfortunately suffered a broken leg in the loss to the 49ers. RC, as you look at the offseason now in Dallas, where would your attention be? Well, this team has to get another weapon. Yeah. How many times did we sit here and talk about C.D. Lamb being the only viable target down the football field. And you look at the second half of that game without Tony Pollard, and I believe that was glaring to anyone who was watching. And now who's going to play the corner opposite of Trayvon Diggs? If you look at the adjustment they had to make down the stretch, it was moved Deron Bland outside, who I think can be an elite-level slot corner, and then play three and four safeties on the inside. Now who's going to be opposite of Trayvon Diggs to take some of that heat off of that left corner? And when you look at this team, they're not a team that's necessarily going to be in a spot to spend that sort of money. So what are your evaluations of this draft class, and how can you get people in that building to upgrade because as constructed this roster as Marcus has said the last two days just isn't good enough and good enough and and the other thing is too y'all know how I feel about the cap we have a tumultuous relationship okay between <laughs> me and the salary cap the other thing is Jerry continues to say how bad he wants to win a Super Bowl you got to spend money to win a Super Bowl in today's NFL if you don't have one of those young budding quarterbacks that's playing ahead of schedule yeah. and you can go out and sign people around him yeah. you've already paid the quarterback right you may have to put yourself 
in a hole, mm-hmm. okay, much further in order to go win a Lombardi. Down the line, you're saying. Yeah, like we, we saw the ramifications Rams, of that Saints. with the Rams, the Saints, Tampa not being able to keep all of those guys. But ultimately, Do it if, for one. if it's going to, if, if it matters that much to yeah. you, we keep talking about head coaches getting fired. We're talking about offense coordinator, scheme, Dak Prescott. You got to go out players over plays. Y'all hear me say it all the time. Coincidentally, the four teams left in the tournament arguably got guys top five at their position at key positions outside of the yeah. quarterback spot. Dan, what was like the that. cap? It, 4.6? Four and a half over. over. Projected right yeah, now. That's yeah, so, yeah. Mm, okay. But when he puts it like that, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Mm, it's not that much. Time. Um, anyway, it is the Cowboys. Uh, by the way, so all that's well and good, but what do they do? <laughs> I don't even know what just happened. He was happy he said What do they do to yeah. fix Dak Prescott? All right, so I think we have to start here. First of all, there's a difference between being a bad player and playing bad. Dak is a good player. He just played bad this year. Second, you can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. Yes. yes. We got to get that conversation. Agreed. And you guys, ha- you guys know my feelings on him. Yep. Agreed. I think it's fair to say I don't know if you could win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott in this offensive yeah. style. Mm. I love Kellen Moore. He's, I think he's brilliant. Maybe it's stale. Maybe they need something different there right now. I've seen three or four years of it with Dak Prescott. There's very little play action. Marcus, you have talked about this to move him all the time. I don't think Dak is this bootleg guy that we see sometimes in the Shanahan offense. I think he is a little bit more, and I'm not saying it because of the name, the Sean Payton type of move. Sometimes behind the center. Sometimes behind the tackle. Sometimes half of them. I think that. name there, Dan. You know, well, (laughs) and I just think, like, it's it's accurate to say they've been good, but we want more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good offense. Yeah. And they can be more. And the last thing I'd say is this. All four teams left, they have – Talent advantage with their perimeter players, which the Cowboys don't, and they have a schematic advantage with the Cowboys don't. That's just the truth, and I think they've got to figure out how they get that to be, in both cases, a yes. And the thing is, if you pay attention to Dallas, like beyond all of the stuff that we talk about, this team drafts well. Right. They draft yeah. well. They haven't made that splash that we've seen other teams make the in AJ order to Brown. Get- Sure. Get over the hump, man. Yeah. And, and at some point, they're going to have to. I know I'm, I know it's funny, and I lean back in my chair when I'm talking about who they should sign, and when somebody becomes available, they should go get that guy. Dude, if if Dallas is serious about, like, trying to actually win a Super Bowl, I'm on the phone well, trying me, to figure out how I get DeAndre Hopkins. Let me push back on that because Debo Samuel, draft pick. Brendan Ayuk, yeah. draft pick. Yeah. T. Higgins, draft pick. Jamar Chase, yeah. draft pick. I, more than just Trent go Williams, sign somebody. Trent Williams, free agency. But we're Christian talking about McCaffrey. perimeter for Dallas, right? I, exactly. Weapon. But, but then, go how have guy. we seen the perimeter take from one step to the next? I know it was Cooper Cup. L.A. went and got OBJ. You don't think he made a difference yeah. in that run? We right. got, It's a lot of things that could be well, done. I think, we well, thought well, maybe what, what, Dallas was going to get OBJ. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, what, what, what you're saying is that if – you have to mortgage the next few drafts, or if you have to somehow find a way to get this done in time, you do it now. Yes. And that I don't disagree with, but what you're telling Jerry is not only put your money, but your draft picks Absolutely. where your mouth is. The other piece of that is you got to have money to get some of those guys as well, right. and it's about playing with the cap. Once you have this big quarterback, and you also had one of the worst deals in history in what you gave to Ezekiel Elliott. I'll just remind people this. The Cowboys have now gone 12 straight. Playoff appearances without reaching the conference championship. 
the longest streak by any team since that run like was established misery. in 1970. I like I your misery. Your misery. The tone was deadly, uh, though. It, well, you know what? Well, Say what I you mean, want about the tone, hey, but it is like true. Wednesday. All right, hey, let's stay in I the mean, NFC East. Like exactly, I'm leaning into enemies? it. Let's stay in the NFC East with the Giants, whose season came to an end Saturday night in Philly. Despite that loss to the Eagles, the Giants made significant progress in Brian Dable's first season as a head coach, earning their first playoff appearance since 2016. And under Dable, Daniel Jones had his best season of his young career, which included a historic performance in the Giants' playoff win. However, Jones is set to become a free agent. Saquon Barkley bounced back from a couple of injury-riddled seasons by rushing for over 1,300 yards. And here's a little bit more from Giants GM Joe Shane. We'd like Daniel to be here. He like Again, he, he said it yesterday. There's there's a business side to it, but um, we feel like Daniel played well this season. He's done everything that we asked him to do. And, you know, again, there, there's a business side to it. We, we haven't went down that road yet. Um, you know, we still got to have our meetings with our staff late in the week, and uh, we'll devise an off-season plan. But we, we haven't had those meetings yet, but uh, we would like to have Daniel Jones back. Saquon's done everything we've asked him to do, and he's, he's a good football player. Again, like, uh, the positional value, we'll, we'll get into, you know, how we want to build this team and allocate our resources and that's that's what it comes down to so again he he's, he's a good football player um he was durable for this this year uh, he played well and you know again he's he's a guy that we'd like to have back Let's start with the QB, who made massive improvements this year. The Giants declined Jones' fifth-year option last offseason. Dan, what would you do if you're the Giants' front office now? I'd pay him like Kirk Cousins. You know, I tried to do one of those. What's the franchise tag? Right around $33 million for yeah. him. See if I could do one of those three-year deals that equals 100 and – what's three – $100 million? 120. Yeah. Right, or $105 million. 40. Yeah, yep. something like that where I'm not overpaying for Daniel Jones, which is incredible that we're having this conversation. <laughs> Five months ago, this dude was dead man walking. Yep. Get out of the – get out of the organization. I also would say this. There's a minimum of two very specific wide receivers needed for this yes. team. Speed, a literally a speed vertical guy that's not just fast but a wide receiver – and Daniel hasn't ever had – Shep on the inside, a, a, you go win one-on-one. Yeah. He don't have a Jamar Chase. He don't have an A.J. Brown. You know, right. that's just being real about yep. it. So, I think those two pieces, if you're going to keep Daniel, which you should, need to be added. Um, the GM, what's his name, Joe Shane? Yes. It's really telling how he described Saquon Barkley. Okay. Hmm. He was a good player for us. Good doesn't mean great. Great doesn't get you paid 16. I mean, good doesn't get you paid 16 million. And he was durable this year. Those things are extremely telling to me because you're telling me how you see Saquon Barkley. You don't see him as a great piece to this well, you team. You say it was. And yeah, and you do also don't think to yourself True. that he's a guy that can be durable year after year after year because you haven't seen it. And I think Saquon Barkley is a major piece to what this team wants to do because his added juice, the way that he can create explosive in the run games, leads to Daniel Jones also being able to use his legs. Daniel's absolutely right. They have to get pieces on the outside that are specific to making football easy yeah. for Daniel Jones. But it. this team has to be better at the linebacker position as well because if we look at that position on this team, I feel like it was attacked the entire oh, season. Yep. Here's the thing too, RC. I like that you led in the Saquon. Saquon might – I, if I'm him, I'm thinking about if I want to come back to New York, mm. right? Mm. Like, what kind of time clock are you on? Think about this. You're running back. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. You've already suffered injuries. The time is ticking. It, you want money, but you also, Saquon being the competitor that we know him to be, wants to win championships. Right. Are you willing 
to go through this process of seeing how this team will be built out. Or if you're a running back and you take 12 instead of 16, you go play for a contender, and all of that other stuff comes away from the field. Here's the thing I don't think we think about. New York grabs a hold of these boys. Yeah. Mm. When you yeah. start your career in New York and you become that sort of star, there's a star you can become in New York that you cannot become in Green Bay. Yeah. There's a life Real. you can live here that you can't live in other places. And I wonder sometimes how much that plays yeah. a role in he guys wanting to leave. Jersey kid, right? Yeah. Is he a Jersey kid? He yeah. is. Yeah. And if yeah, he, don't, right, if he doesn't go to New York, I'm sorry to cut you off. Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay, I like that too. We <clears> just <throat> said how they needed to improve the run game. You two are weird. Get out of each other's yeah, head. We, we kinda, All right, listen, we still got yeah, Booth Garnett in the studio here. He's our Giants fan. Oh, what up? Thumbs up if they should keep Daniel Jones. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Okay. Oh. All the way up. What, what about, about Saquon? What about Saquon? Thumbs up. Oh. All right. All right. There it, it is then. You pay Saquon for it? ain't going nowhere. Booth decided it. Okay, guys, we don't have to worry about anything. Coming up next on NFL Live, it's Touchscreen Tuesday. Dan and RC head to the screen. They're going to talk about we out chill. offense, how they've been able to shred defenses week we out chill. after week. Stay we out chill. You want to do, uh, do some touchscreen with us? We okay, is out screen. chill. What is this device called? It's actually move faster, Booth. iPad. Try you want to pay both those guys? You can't even want to you those dabs. Oh, yeah, dab him all, Booth. You've been beating him all day. We worry about him. You gotta walk out all day. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The reimagined Pro Bowl games coming your way Thursday, February 2nd at 7 Eastern with the first five events of the skills competition highlighted by another epic dodgeball game. RC, Marcus going to be there. Dan as well. Then the final four events. Well, Dan, you're doing a separate event. We can't wait. Four (laughs) events Sunday, February 5th on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN Deportes, ESPN Plus and Disney XD. You got a million ways to watch it. It all culminates with three seven on seven flag football games and they are coached by Peyton and Eli Manning. Cannot wait. For that, fighting. It's time for Dan and RC. I'm in my zone. This is actually my favorite day that we've ever done this. Kevin Byard may have picked off Dan's two favorite quarterbacks in the last two weeks. Thought we were close, so DBs like you can't put hands on me at the line of scrimmage. I don't know what the hell they're playing. <laughs> he's actually where he's not, not supposed to be. be. Condensed splits, big posts, tutties. This what they wanted. This what they get. I'm in my zone. 
Well, hey, guys, we have a full house today. And I know that sometimes Dan Orlowski does his thing in the booth, but we got something even better. We have an actual booth that's here in the studio. Now, we're going to get an opportunity to talk a little bit about Jalen Hurts. And he was called Michael Jordan after the game. Yeah. And like Michael Jordan, he took a little break to let everybody else feel good. But he announced in the same way MJ did in the playoffs, I'm back. I think this is the hardest offense in the NFL to stop after the right now. It's very simple. They run like five or six plays Philadelphia, but each play has like four or five options. So I want to have a conversation of defensively how you try to stop it. Right. They often line up in these two by twos, right? And it's really like a triple and or quadruple option that we know of. Jalen Hurts is really reading defensive guys on the right. line of scrimmage. You can hand the ball off. Jalen could be the ball carrier himself. You can get double slants thrown. There's four options right. on this play. How okay. do you stop So the thing we're going to do right now, you're going to see it starts out in a single high look. So we're trying to get the illusion that we're going to play a single high safety, but we're going to drop this safety out to go to a double safety shell. Now, in that shell, that means someone involved in here is going to have to be the poacher, going to have to be the hook guy. We have a hook guy in the nickel, but you're putting this linebacker in a quandary because he's part of the run front, but also has to get to Dallas Goddard here. And that's the thing that I want to know from defensive people is, as I give this ball fake, if you're Jalen Hurts, I'm going to bring it to the back angle because yep. there's that double slants where he's reading, but when you get this reverse angle, and you really see the stress. Jalen Hurts has got a very simple thought process. As that back goes this way, he's got his eyes on that person. RC, you kind of said yep. he's the poacher, right? Yep. If that guy flows that way, quarterback is just going to be pulled, replaced with the slant. But once that guy hangs, then I hand it off. But here's the reality. I want everyone at home to realize. When I do that, I got one, excuse me, I got one, two, three, four, five guys versus your one, two, three, four, five. And everybody is, I got five on five. I'm throwing that, like as a defensive tackle, what is the stress for you in these moments? You know what's more stressful about RPO when they don't block you? RPO when you are on a block already and you have to read and try to figure out when to actually pull the pin. RC, you and RC pointed out the conflict that 57 yep. is in right. because he's actually the read guy. Yeah. And as the defensive lineman, you're just playing this straight up. But I want everybody to pay attention to the gaps. Look how far they expand because as D linemen, we are taught to react to the offensive linemen and play our blocks as we see them. Right. Now, the other thing is this too, Dan. If you go back to this screen, here's what we know. We're going to need – Jalen's going to have to feel right. This is going to be Jalen's gap. Once everything – we lose a gap because we're getting the puller here. So, in the puller, Jalen's going to have to feel here. The cutback gap is going to be taken by Lawrence, but we also have to see Davis is going to understand that he needs to throw front side in order to get the cutback. And so, there's the example of like when – that guy kind of pays attention to that pass game, yep. how easy of a run thought it is. Now I can go very simply to that same concept because RC, there's that two Run it back two. a little bit, just yeah, very yeah, slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run right it back. to the end. Okay. Right to the end. Just press play right now. Press play and highlight this guy. Watch how disgusted he is with himself. He knows he messed up there, not getting to the right gap. So here's the thing. I can get in that same formation, right? Right. You're giving me that same defense. Now, you said two high last time. Yep. This time's going to be that one high. Now, Jalen Hurts is going, okay, you're in that one high. As that guy flows back going that way, I get these double slants where I get outside leverage from these guys. Yep. 
you flow. Dude, all I do is catch and throw. Look at replace with that type. What's the answer? So, so, so here's the thing. So the first thing is this. If I'm going to go single, right, if I'm going to go single high and I'm going to go man to man, I want to squeeze down here with Xavier McKinney and think play inside in this situation. Hold on. So because you're, you're saying this guy, you want him inside? Yes, the I, I want to play inside to head up. And okay. here's why. If he goes out, right, if he goes out, I can step, step, step and get inside out and make the tackle. Okay. If we give up this pass, it's easier and it's quicker for Jalen Hurts. Now, watch the backer Davis here. The reason he's flowing, the earlier play, Play, he wasn't in his gap. Yeah, he wasn't going. prepared to take the cutback. Right. So now he says with the field reduced, I will not be late. He flows early, easy catch and throw for Jalen Hurts. Let me ask you a quick question. So the Eagles also do this. They'll take that tight end, leave him there, but then they'll take like the receiver, A.J. Brown, excuse me, and they'll move him down to a cut split. And what they'll do, RC, and you notice, know is they'll run that same action, yep. but they'll send him to the flat well. and they'll put him on a little hook route. Inside leverage, like how do you defend well, that? Well, the, the, the only way to defend that is hoping that the splits are tight. If you're thinking stack split and we can get a combo call between this safety and this corner where we will allow number two, who would be the inside here right. guy, Dallas Goddard, to go to one and I can play inside. I'd actually prefer and want that because now I'm more stout in the run. When they spread you out, they make it extremely difficult to make a play. So you're saying you got to play man coverage. Like my thing is this. If you're playing – I got two open guys. Yeah. You're playing man coverage. Does it matter the technique or does it matter the person? Because that's A.J. Brown as well. Right. Same so what scares you? So here's what I would do here, right? If I'm in the, in the red zone, let's play quarters. Because in playing quarters, I now involve people in the run. And my safety can be run and pass defenders, knowing that if I trigger at yeah. the nickel position, now this inside safety is inside man on number two. Perfect. I, I want to get to this one real quickly. This is that cut split. You see it yep. down here at the bottom. This is that same concept. You yep. get the ball fake. You're going to see the tight end to the flat and A.J. Brown. Oh should this guy drive, R.C.? Should yes. that safety so in this quarter here's drive? Here's the first thing. We should be tighter right now. We've lost both poachers and inside guys. We know that Odori Jackson is going to be fitting here, but this is more of a cloud coverage right. instead of a quarters because they don't have a quarter. Do they pass player. that off? Is they pass that off. off. They pass off. So but if you're playing zone quarters, that's the best yes. way for, the, for them to I think I think that's the best way to play it. And right here in this cloud, well. it's just understanding hey, what poachers you have. One you second, Dan. Oh, yeah, on, on, on no, they took it down. On that too, RC, to your point, this, is the, this has been the issue with Philadelphia all season long. They want to attack your principles, right. and they make you think you're right every time you line up. Yeah. But here's the conflict in this play, Dio, and to RC's point. You know why this trigger is late? Why? Look at that. Dante, you could do I this. I can take the top off of it, Which dude. Which their first completed pass of first the game. First pass of the game. That, so the it, game. it is so difficult because that guy back there at quarterback is an athlete. Well, I'll tell you what. They said he Jordan. It's going to be everybody last dance if they don't stop this. Oh, boy. Hey, I got to say something here. I'm sorry, Booth, that we made you watch all that good Eagle stuff. He's a Giants okay. fan over here. We made sorry. him Maybe watch it that one day. He did hire Saquon. He kept Saquon and Daniel Jones. Yeah. So all well there. Them two can do that, too. Like 25 plays. Yeah, really you know absolutely. Hey, really absolutely. fast. So, Booth, you're here on behalf of Make-A-Wish, and we granted your wish earlier with the help of the NFL. Has it sunk in yet? that you're going to the Super Bowl, man? You excited? He's part of the family now. He's part of the family now, guy. He's the ESPN yeah. analyst, I think too. that smile that's going on Super his face Bowl. says you, it all. You're an intern right now, bro. You, yeah, yeah, you got to tell the people something. Say bye. See y'all at the Super Bowl. <laughs> all right, bam. That is. Booth had a bio. your way on NFL Live. Hey, Brock Purdy now 7-0 as a starter. He's led the 49ers to an NFC championship appearance. But Marcus warns us that this weekend could be his biggest test yet. That's next.
enough research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Little Brock Purdy in the NFC Championship. The Cowboys' pass rush pressured Purdy 14 times, the most pressure that he's faced in any game so far this season. And like he has all season, Purdy held up against all that pressure. Since taking over as the starter in Week 14, Brock Purdy has not committed a single turnover when he's been pressured. He's also thrown four touchdowns against pressure, trailing only Patrick Mahomes for the most in the NFL funny because we wondered especially even last week if the pressure would finally get to him if he'd make a mistake and sure enough he didn't yeah. so what is the tape showing you about Purdy Dan he sees not hopes and there's no fear in what he looks at you know like I've said this he puts his eyes in the right place this is what it looks like though this keeper is everything he comes out ball fake moves to his left one two and three are not open George Kittle is not actually supposed to go out for a route here. But as he continues to drift and sticks his hands up, Purdy's like, okay, I see green grass, and my guy's going that way. Rip it. Don't guide it. Don't hope something's going to happen well. See it and just trust it. This throw is the throw of the game for me. Man coverage, that safety at the bottom screen's leaning. Watch his back foot. Rip. Like, you see how the back foot goes in the ground with conviction? Two seconds. This, and it has to because it's man-to-man coverage now. That safety's coming downhill. He doesn't look go like, hey, are you, are you open? He's like, nope. I, I'm, I'm seeing that you're open, and I'm going to rip the football. Yeah. yeah, first thing is this. There's no quarterback competition next year. Brock Purdy's the quarterback of Boom. the San Francisco 49ers. And I said that should have been your hopes when he became the starting quarterback. Yeah. And now that's it. The other thing is, he asked Kyle Shanahan, and Dan spoke to how Kyle Shanahan figures out the right runs in the game. What's going to be the right run against the Philadelphia Eagles? They were gutted in the middle through the middle of this season. Can they find that run yeah. that allows them to get the pressure on the defense, on the, on the defensive line and the backers, that now gets you into your play-action game that keeps the pressure off of Brock Purdy? This team, the Philadelphia Eagles, has pressured at an historic rate this year. What can you do to protect Brock? Yeah, I quietly said that this was the matchup I wanted to see because I think Brock Purdy, not from a defensive standpoint, which we know that that's a better back end. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson now, yeah, I, sure. I tell you. And like, he's playing he, the nickel he now, He is too. the guy that can steal some of those yes. things that you showed, Dio. But the other part of that is Darius Slay knows and also Bradbury know that I'm going to have to get up on IU, yeah. right, and try to take some of those early access throws away, which those are two corners that can play man and be physical with wide receivers. Here's the other thing, though. It may be some pressure on him to score some points. 
Purdy. Yeah. Purdy. Yeah. Based on what Jalen Hurts and this offense do and what y'all just showed <laughs> yeah. on that tape. I, as good as I believe San Francisco defense is, the conflict that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to put them Bro, in by making those playmakers have to make plays. And then this too. Another thing San Francisco has dominated in this stretch, time of possession. Mm. That might not be the case. This might be the first situation where he has limited opportunities to get the ball the in the end zone. They've yeah. been very comfortable eating up the clock Absolutely. that way to your point. You wonder if he gets a little uncomfortable how that goes guys you know we are lucky enough every day to talk about football on this show and we're real thankful for that but today has put a lot into perspective yes, sir. having booth on our show he's here <laughs> to make a wish and we Moment. were able to with the help of the nfl grant his wish today he is going to the super bowl in arizona booth 100 chance that you're going to the super bowl did you see your face up there on that graphic he's like wait that. no no, <laughs> that's the no. moment you yeah. realize, you're right? You're famous now, bro. You got famous now. You got to keep you, that joy. Yeah, when you go to school, everybody going to know you. They going to be like, Boof, you was on TV yesterday. What you going to say to them? Yeah, what? Well. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Boof, okay. you, got you got a new name. Whenever they ask you who you, who you are, you just tell them, I'm him. Yeah. Himothy. 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 All right, tell Booth us your Himothy as we go away. What's Himothy. your name? Yes. <laughs> Boo, say thank you for watching NFL Live. Say thank you for watching NFL Live. Thank you for watching NFL Live. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.